Welcome to the Author's Podcast with Lisa Newton. Writing a book is a dream for many people, and in today's society, it has become easier and more important than ever. If you are an expert, speaker, coach, or an authority in your field, having a book is the new business card. It can increase your credibility, enhance your status, and make you the go-to person in your field opening doors and bringing a flood of opportunities straight to you. You can increase your fees and start choosing the clients you really want to work with. The Author's Podcast Show with Lisa Newton is designed to inspire, educate and inform you, both entrepreneur and individual, on how to write a book, as well as writer's tips and strategies on how to actually get that book written. On today's show, you learn more about how to write a book, including writing ideas, marketing, and how to succeed in getting a book written. Here we go with the author's podcast, and here is your host, Lisa Newton. Hello and welcome to another episode of the author's podcast. Today, my guest is Nick Shelton. Nick is the author of The Connected Introvert, and he's been fine-tuning the craft of effective, high-level social strategy and networking for the past 20 years. Beginning with his time in the United States Air Force, Nick learned skills that were indispensable to his journey. Coupled with extensive research and 15 years of experience in the oil and gas industry, Nick finally cracked the code and developed tools that gave him the confidence to flourish in social situations. Nick has successfully built a strong international network of friends, colleagues and associates and continues to teach introverts how to navigate social events with ease. Nick says his biggest purpose in life is to show that it is possible to be an introvert and be wildly successful in a world that's built by and for extroverts without compromising your integrity or your energy. So without burning out. In Nick's words, he says, I want to show introverts a way to access their best life and upgrade their lives and lifestyles through communication and networking Mm -hmm. techniques specifically designed for people like us. So on the line, I should have Nick. Hello. (laughs) Hi, Nick. Uh, do you know what I find really interesting is that someone who it, well, was, a, or if you still are, an introvert has written a book and yes. uh, I just find it fascinating. So let's start there. Tell the listeners, what is an introvert? So introverts come in a lot of different flavors, if you will, but uh, mostly it can be shy, it can be socially awkward. It can also be you get your energy from being alone when you're out in crowds and around a lot of people, it's draining energy from you. And then you have to recharge by being alone. And so it's, you find yourself alone most of the time uh, just to, you know, so you don't burn out so you can keep your energy and then you can go out and try to interact with other, other people. But uh, there's different levels of introversion. So some people are more severe than others. And uh, some people are more shy or socially awkward than others. But uh, basically, there's different levels of basically being uh, shy or socially awkward, or just uh, not being good around other people or in groups. Mm. And is that like, um, 
something that you would say a, a lot of people, half the people are, half of us introverts, half of us extroverts, what would you say? I would say a good, good portion of people, maybe 40% uh, identify themselves as introverts, which is a lot. But, you know, once again, there's a, a scale where some people are more comfortable with it and some people are much more uh, shy and socially awkward. But yes, I'd say about 40%. Okay. So, so <laughs> I just find it fascinating. So you've written this book called The Connected Introvert. So tell me, where did the, the idea for writing the book first come from? So the, the actual title of the book is An Introvert's Guide to World Domination. <laughs> and, uh, but the, how that came about was, you know, I, I said, you know, introverts should be able to, to be successful in an extrovert's world. And without becoming an extrovert, because introverts are not extroverts, but all people just try to turn you into an extrovert in order to, to do things. But I wanted to show that you can do that while still being an introvert. And most of the things out there are written not for introverts. They, they, it's like if you look for networking or how to excel in the workplace or social situations, it's usually written by extroverts for extroverts, or they're definitely not written mm. for, with an introvert in mind. Mm. So uh, an introvert can go through some simple steps to actually have confidence and a command and feel relaxed and look approachable in a social situation and also in the workplace. Mm. And is it something that, you know, you have always been an introvert is it something that you something someone anyone ever tried to sort of get you out of have you tried to be extroverted and thought no this isn't for me yeah so in the beginning so it started when i was in primary school really early i we had moved to uh my family had moved to a new state and we had uh, enrolled in a new school and so the teachers, since I wasn't talking, because I was super shy, I wasn't talking, they put me in a uh, hearing impaired kids class because they, they thought that I couldn't hear. And, uh, but you know, I can hear, so I was just really, really shy. And uh, then my mother found out, well, why is he in that class? He can hear. And then they took me out and, and then I, I, so I struggled interacting with people and building relationships with people uh, for many years and, uh, you know, coming up through the teenage years, you know, trying to talk to girls, trying to be able to just uh, be more, have the experience that normal people have, that it was really difficult. And then even through university, it was also difficult. And then finally, and so, so I was investigating all kinds of uh, you know, books and courses and things. And that's when I found out all these methods that people have are not built for people like us. Mm. So I started observing. I, be I believe that a superpower of introverts is our observation skills. So I would go out and I would just observe how people interact and what would work and what wouldn't seem to work. And then I started doing experiments. So all of this in the book, isn't, it isn't about theory. It's not like a lab rat A did this and lab rat B did this. And so we figure in humans, it should be like this. No, this is actually me going out and being in the trenches, doing this myself and finding out what works. And so I've managed to go from uh, being really shy and socially awkward to having a, 
very strong, influential international network of friends, colleagues, and peers. Are you still shy? I still consider myself an introvert. I'm alone 80 or 90% of the time, but I, I am a lot less shy now, and I still can feel it, feel the shyness, but I know what to do. And so once you know what to do, then it's much easier to be comfortable in social situations and talk to people because I never knew what to do before. But once it's in simple steps that you actually know, well, this is something I can do, then it makes it a lot easier. But I still consider myself somewhat shy. And have any of your friends or family or anyone around you noticed the difference? Ah, yes, they have. They have been really impressed with what I've been able to accomplish going from you know, almost an, an invisible person to somebody who is known uh, internationally and has built a really strong, uh, you know, friendship circle and associate circle. And my friends as well, they said, how can we do this? How can right. we do this? That really yeah. started off this whole thing is people would ask me, hey, I'm going to a conference or I'm trying to go, I have a dinner party. What, what can I do? What should I do? Yeah. And then so I would work with them on that and that was successful. And then I started uh, doing some coaching and speaking. And that's how I ended up writing the book is I was doing some speaking engagements. And afterwards, people would say, hey, where can we get your book? And I, I didn't have a book. <laughs> and so I'd say, well, I need to write a book, apparently, because people keep asking me where they can get it. And mm. so I sat down and, and wrote the book. And I, I wrote it in a way that... It's like I'm sitting down talking to a friend. Yeah. I knew what I wanted to say, and I knew my audience, how they would want to be spoken to. And so I just, it's like I'm sitting across the table from you, just telling you these are the steps that you can take to not only be comfortable and confident and approachable in social situations, but also upgrade your life and lifestyle through networking strategically. And so it just came initially from me doing it, people asking me about it, yeah. me speaking about it, and then people asking, where's your book? And, and you know, this is the thing. I think when you do speak, people ha have this expectation that you have to have a book, like you should have a book. So if I was sitting at home and I was listening to you, I'd think, well, if you're speaking like on the stage, you can't be very introverted. What would you say right, to that? That's what some people could think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For some reason, I feel comfortable public speaking. I, I'm much better with uh, public speaking than I am just speaking to an individual oh. or to a small group of people. If it's a large group of people, then it almost makes it so it doesn't count anymore. It's almost like a different reality. So uh, to speak to a large group of people, it's like I'm just speaking to the wall in my bedroom. But if I'm speaking to an individual or a small group of people, then it's really, in the past, it's been really difficult. Now I can do that a lot better because I know what to do. But yes, I, I really enjoy public speaking just because for me personally, I know a lot of people have a problem with that. But for me, it's almost like a dream. It's like, it's not really happening. You can do anything in your dreams. So you can just get up there and, and talk. You were listening to the Authors Podcast with Lisa Newton. Please do subscribe to, like and share this channel. So if you're just tuning in, I'm talking to Nick Shelton, who is the author of An Introvert's Guide to World Domination. So Nick, what is it that you do 
it's like as a day job aside from um, writing the book and I'm assuming that that this has helped you in your work yes Mm. so the day job I'm a petroleum chemist uh, in the oil and gas industry and so you know around a bunch of nerds in the laboratory but uh, and a lot of these people also are socially awkward and uh, have trouble socializing people but I've managed to really expand my reach in the oil and gas industry, be known in the industry and in the workplace and get promoted to the top level that I could be promoted to and also get offers across the industry as well to work in different, uh, different areas and different stages. And so I, I was able to use this knowledge to really flourish in the oil and gas industry and also show some other people how to do it as well. And do any of them know that you've written the book? Yes, yes, everyone's very excited. (laughs) I I think that I've told everybody, I don't know if there's anyone that doesn't know about the book Mm. now, but I have made it very well known that the book is, is there. It's it's interesting because sometimes, you know, people have a day job, let's say, which is very different to maybe what their their book is about. And they don't want to tell anyone at work because they think, oh, you know, they might uh, put them off or or anything. But because I'm thinking, you know, more like an introvert, like I suppose you've got to expose yourself a little bit in the book. So was there any fears around that or, you know, what people might think or did you have any doubts as you were writing? Right, exactly. Uh, and I did. So when I wrote it, when I first started writing, I was thinking, wow, you know, I know a lot of people are going to be reading this that I, I see at work and, and in other places that, and I get pretty candid in the book. I, I, there's a lot of really personal stuff in there. And I said, do, I, do these people really need to know all of this stuff about me? But I figured well, instead of holding anything back, let me write the book with everything in there and just lay it all on the line first. And then if I feel like it, I can go back and edit out parts that I think that might be too much. But I ended up leaving it in there because I said, I want this to be as real as possible. I want to be vulnerable for people to see, hey, this is, this is me. And you know, I don't want to hide it. I want to just hey, here it is, they, they can either accept it or not. But I, I did have doubts about, you know, people in, you know, certain social circles knowing this much about, you know, my personal history and then, you know, things that I've overcome and challenges and how I did things and navigated things. Because, you know, there's, there's some examples where I don't use names, but there's people that will be reading the book that will say, hey, I think I was there. I was there. <laughs> And so, you know, you have to think, well, should, should that person read the book because of this? They're in this example. But, you know, I said I want it to be as real as possible. So first I wrote it all out, just as, as raw as it could be. And then I said, now I need to decide whether I'm going to keep this stuff in or not. And I decided to keep it in because I feel that that's the, for me, that was the right decision. I just want to Put it out there. So you've got the full-time day job and so I will ask the question that people always are wondering how did you find the time? Ah yes it does take a lot of time more time for some than others but mm. I just decided to 
I, I know that there's some techniques where they say, well, just write a little bit every day. But for me, I knew exactly what I wanted to say. So one weekend, I just sat down and I had an outline. I said, okay, here's the outline that I want. And to get the outline, I just wrote down what, what are all the ideas that I need to make sure are included. So I wrote all those down. Then I put those in order. And then I kind of constructed a crude outline. And then once I had the outline, I said, okay, well, now all I have to do is just work through this outline and just talk through it. So my technique was, once again, just like talking with a friend, if one of my friends was sitting here and they said, tell me about this. And then, so I just type it out. So I ended up writing the book. It took me about three weeks, I would say. So a week for the outline and then a three weeks for the book because I would take a day and I just sit down and say, this is what I'm doing today. This is all I'm doing on this particular day is just writing this. And I would just type it out, type it out. And then also when I thought I was going to be distracted, and I don't know if this is an option for too many people, but there have been times where I said, if I'm sitting at home, then I'm going to want to watch movies or you know, just drink some beers or something. I'll get distracted. So there's a hotel just right up the street. And I said, I'm going to get a room at the hotel and I'm just going to isolate myself there. So then I'm not at home. I don't have any distractions. I'll just be there. And my only thing is I'll just be in this hotel room writing the book. And it can't be some cool hotel with a lot of features and beautiful stuff to do because then you'll say, hey, well, I'm over here. I got to do some cool stuff. A hotel with nothing going on. And I had done this, the mistake that I did one time, I stayed at a hotel that had this free happy hour for three hours every evening. And I said, oh, well, I should probably go and take advantage of that happy hour, but then I get distracted. So I had a hotel room for a day and I just wrote there if I thought I was going to be distracted at home. And yeah, so after three weeks, I just... I just dedicated a certain block of time just to writing. And even if you don't feel motivated, I'd say, well, let me just do one of these points. So if somebody just asked me, hey, what do I do with my hands? You know, okay. So then I'd say, let me just answer this one question and then I can stop. But once I started writing, I found that it was easy to keep going once I got that initial start. Yes. And I think, you know, when you take yourself out of your environment or when the, the writing environment is good, then you, you really can focus and get some work done. Yes. I think that's really, really good. But, um, <laughs> you know, you're one of the few people who would take themselves off to a hotel room and, and, and get your book written. But that, that is, it's a good tip, I think, actually. Yes, for, for people I really wanted here. to get it done. And yeah. I knew that, that I would think in my mind, well, I paid money to be in this hotel room for this so i really need to do it yeah it works and with no distractions i think that's key yeah um did anyone help you with the uh, drawing or, or throughout it did you have an editor or anything like that yes the uh, editing process i hired several editors because you know they, they can see things that you can't see and plus yes. some people that are professional editors they definitely have an eye for things. So I went through it, I would say four times after I wrote it, I went through it and I said, I think that this is as perfect as it can possibly be. Mm. There's, so the editor's not going to have any work to do. <laughs> when I sent it off, it came back, you know, with all kinds of markings and things. And so it went through 
let's say, two rounds of editing with one editor. And then I said, okay, now it should be perfect. And then I sent it to a different editor because I said, well, I need some other fresh eyes on it. And let's see if this other editor can find something. And they found a bunch of stuff. I said, how is this possible that we're all missing all of this stuff in here? And, uh, but yes, I definitely had some, uh, some editing help. And I think it makes a a big difference because I think the book flows smoother. Another thing that they noticed was the chapter order that I had. They said, here's a suggestion. This chapter should be here. And, you know, what you talk about in this one should probably be moved over here. And it's just something that, you know, I didn't notice myself and I don't think I would have ever noticed because, you know, you're, when you're the writer, you're really close to it. Absolutely. So it's yeah. out these things. Yeah. I think you pick up on some key points there, you know, the importance of an editor. And for you, I mean, having two sets, even better. I, I think we all think that, you know, we can do this and, you know, it's okay. And yeah, I've gone through it and spell checked it and the grammar's okay. But it's amazing what another set of eyes can see and pick up on and, and the feel of it and the, the flow of it, like you say. Yes. Um, so when you were writing, did you ever suffer from writer's block? What would you say was the most difficult thing in, in writing? I didn't have a problem with the writer's block just because I knew what I wanted to say. I said, well, yeah. these, these are the issues that people always ask me about. And here are some key things that I think people should know. So I knew what to say, but the, I'd say the biggest problem was actually just sitting down to write. And like we talked about before, just that you know, getting rid of the, the distractions and actually just doing it. Because you could say, well, I'll just sit down and write 15 minutes a day. But I found that to be much harder than just taking a whole day and saying, hey, Saturday, that's all I'm going to do. Because, yeah, it, it's just that getting the time and the motivation to actually start. And I find that, you know, once I started, then you just you say, okay, I'm making progress, I can go. And so it was just, the, the hardest part was just getting started and every time. So not just initially starting writing the book, but every time that I was gonna sit down and write, uh, that was difficult for me. I never woke up in the morning and said, yeah, let's do this. I can't wait to start writing. So usually I'd wake up and say, it would be cool if I would have done some writing yesterday, but I didn't. I really need to do it, but uh, there's a new comedy special out on Netflix right now. Let me watch that first, and then that'll help me get in the mood for writing, and then I'll have a couple beers, and then I'll feel more like writing, but then later on, uh, you know, I'm going to bed, and I say, wait, I didn't write, so it's just that initial sitting down to write. That was the hardest part. I know, I know exactly what you mean. I, I would liken it to like going to the gym. Like it's so hard to get there, but once you're there, you're always glad that you, you're there. But yeah. getting through the door and actually getting there is, is the hardest bit. And I think with writing, it's the same thing. And I'm like you, I think that having a chunk of time to write is, is better for me. Because once I'm in the flow, I, I don't want to stop. But I, I can't do, just do 15 minutes. It takes me too long to get there. <laughs> to start to just only do 15 minutes I just it would just break my flow I, I can't do little yes. short chunks yes the, the longer chunks are better I think the yeah. longer blocks of time you were listening to the author's podcast with me your host Lisa Newton 
You can email me, lisa at lisanewton.co.uk. And remember, we have the Inner Circle, which is for writers just like you. And you can join us at writerbook.net. If you're just tuning in, I'm talking to Nick Shelton, who is the author of An Introvert's Guide to World Domination. I really, really like the title, Nick. Um, so for all the introverts out there, if they could just take, you know, one thing away, one lesson from the book, what would you say would be the main message? Well, let's see. If there was one, one thing that I would say, uh, I'd say always show up early to any social event that you have always show up early because, you know, there's been a lot of things where you'd see on TV where people show up fashionably late to make their appearance, but hey, you're, you're an introvert and you're not used to all that attention, so you don't just show up. Plus, so when you show up early, you can uh, get a feel for the room, see where everybody is, see the setup, and get yourself situated ahead of time, so then when people start coming in, you have the advantage of meeting the people that you want to meet as they come in, or getting a good seat, getting some choice seating because you were there early and you already know how things work and you know where you want to be. But if you show up on time or late, then you are going into a situation where everyone's already there, they're already settled in, and now you have to figure it out and figure out where you're going to sit, what you're going to do because you showed up on time. So being early is always a huge advantage uh, just to get yourself situated and set yourself up for good success in socializing and networking. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Um, for anyone out there sort of writing a book or thinking of writing a book, what advice w- would you have? I would tell them to just get started, just uh, start writing an outline or just your notes. Yeah. So if there is something just like I, I'm thinking of a, a another book that I'm planning to write. (laughs) It's it's like a book, isn't it? Once you've written one, you're like, oh my gosh. (laughs) And so what I've done is I just have a a notebook that I just, I haven't done an outline yet. I've just written down just thoughts that I think should be in there. So I'm just writing down just general ideas on what I'm going to want to have in that book. And then once I feel that I have enough ideas that I can create an outline from, then I'll do the outline and then start, then I'll start writing the book. So I would say if you feel like, hey, I want to write a book, then just keep a notebook with just ideas that if you do write the book, that ideas that you would want to be in the book, that you'd want to include. And while you're walking around and, you know, driving or thinking about something, if it pops into your mind, I'd say maybe keep either, uh, you know, like a notes app on your phone, or if you have a if you keep a piece of uh, like a notebook or note card and a pen on you and you might have one of these spontaneous ideas, just write it down and then add that to your list. And then once you feel, hey, I have a pretty decent list here. And then once you go through it and you go through that list every week, you might see something on there that uh, while you're sitting thinking about it, that triggers other ideas that you say, okay, well, if people want to know about this, or if I want to say this, what other things go along and complement this particular thing. And another thing is if you have some friends or peers, you can go through your list with them and say, hey, I'm trying to write a book about this. Here are some ideas that I'm gonna put in the book. 
Is there anything that you see is missing? If you were going through these things, is there something that you think should be added to this and, uh, or expanded on? And then usually they'll have you know, their two cents. They'll say, oh yeah, you could, what about this? What about this? Or you could expand on this. And then you can write those things down. And then those might trigger more ideas in you. And then, and also I find that once you start putting the outline together, you will naturally think of other things that you want to include. And that happens when you're writing as well. But I'd say the first step, especially, you know, if you haven't written anything before, is just getting those ideas, just your main points down on paper somewhere, all in one place so you can look at them. And then that will kind of get that momentum going. No, I, I completely agree. I think that's some really good adv- advice there. And I think especially asking people because people love to give their opinion and especially if it's a topic that they're interested in, <laughs> they'll always have something to say. And if they know you're writing a book, even more so. Are you um, a particularly avid reader yourself? Do you like to read? I do like to read. And so I, I like to try to get a book in weekly and and so it's it's and sometimes you get a really large book and it takes a long time to get through it but i'll have i'll at least get a uh, standard holding your hand book every week and then i also in my car i do an audio book when i'm driving around through my commute because i might as well use that time mm-hmm. to learn something new so mm-hmm. and what type of books do you like so there's a wide spectrum so i just finished in that uh, that Twilight series about the vampires and stuff, they had this, uh, this, the the Midnight Sun book. I just finished that, and that was really great. But then there's a uh, but in my car for the audiobook, I, I currently I'm listening to it's called a Dictator's Handbook or something like that, and that's really interesting on kind of how the politics works in different countries and. Then my next actual holding your handbook, I started reading last night, and that is Zen and the Art of Archery. And so there's a wide variety of, of books. I also read that, uh, what is it, the, the Hunger Games, the last Hunger Games, they have a recent oh. Hunger Games book out, and I just read that. So I, I span a lot of different categories of uh, reading. So I'll do some historical stuff about, you know, uh, world history and about like World War One, World War Two, and, and then I'll do some, some science fiction, and then I'll do some books by famous chefs and things like that to say, hey, well, how can I cook better? So there's <laughs> a lot of different variety that I, that I like. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. I'm surprised when you said vampires, though. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting stuff. I, so I oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, I got uh, addicted to it once that series came out. I said, all the teenage girls are reading this. <laughs> Must be pretty good. So I started reading them, and then I was hooked. And then <laughs> I had to keep reading. And I know maybe people won't admit that they're reading that, but, hey, I read it. It was good. <laughs> Uh, so the book you've got in mind, would that be fiction or a factual book? The new book that mm. I'm planning to write? Yeah. Uh, that is a uh, non-fiction book that will be about dating. Okay. Yeah, The Introvert's Guide to Dating. I think that would yeah. be... <laughs> that would 
be a bestseller. <laughs> I think, you know, th- there's a lot of people out there that, um, like you say, you know, maybe up to 40%, who knows, are on some sort of spectrum of, of introversion as, as such. But I think something you said at the very beginning, which kind of struck me, is that the fact that, you know, there are so many extroverts in the world. And I think we're kind of living in this kind of society, you know, with social media and putting everything on show that um, it is, we seem to be pandering towards the the extrovert. Yes. Um, I've never really thought of that before, but um, I see oftentimes, you know, it's those that seem to put themselves out there that seem to get all the attention, but it could be good attention, it could be bad attention, but they still seem to get all the attention. Right. And so we try to show introverts how to still navigate without having to try to be an extrovert you can still be an introvert and still have the same success even better success excellent and so where can people get hold of your book and where can they find out more and earlier on you mentioned about mentoring and coaching so do you still offer that yes so i have a website connectedintrovert.com and uh, you can go there and check it out. And even I have a, uh, a free mini masterclass if they scroll to the bottom of the homepage. And uh, then also for the book, they can go on amazon.com and type in An Introvert's Guide to World Domination, or they can type in Nick Shelton, it'll pop up, or uh, Barnes and Noble, or wherever you normally shop for your books. It should be available there. Okay, excellent. And do you do coaching and, and mentoring and stuff? Yes, I do. I have an online course. I have a, a mentor coaching program as well. And those can be found on connectedintrovert.com. Connectedintrovert.com. So yeah. listeners, connectedintrovert.com to get connected and find out more about Nick. And are you on any social media handles, Twitter or anything? Uh, yes. Yeah, so on Instagram, mm-hmm. it's connectedintrovert. And on Facebook, it's Connected Introvert. And on LinkedIn, it's Nick Shelton. And Shelton is spelt S-H-E-L-T-O-N. Okay, so listeners, there you have it. If you are introverted, or indeed if you know someone who is, we all know someone who is, then the book, the the must-have book, is (laughs) An Introvert's Guide to World Domination by Nick Shelton. And you can find Nick on Facebook, on LinkedIn, Nick Shelton, and on Instagram, Connected Introvert. And check out the website, connectedintrovert.com. So Nick, thank you very much for your time and uh, for, for sharing with us. And I'd just like to thank you. And I think um, when we've had this global lockdown, I remember them saying, I read somewhere that, you know, for a lot of people who had to stay at home, for a lot of people, it was very difficult for them because they're not used to their own company. They just they were crawling up the walls. They were going mad. But for another set of people, it was pure bliss. It was complete and utter total joy. Yes, yes, that's true. And for us introverts, it was actually regular life as usual. <laughs> yes. so not bad, not bad at all. But we can use this time to strengthen the networks we already have. And we can also uh, start building what will be our future contacts and networks while everybody's at home. You can still do that, that online. Actually, I had to do that in the book. So 
you can take advantage of this opportunity where everybody's at home to start reaching out and building your network. And you can also maintain what you have during this time. It's a really great time to be doing that. Excellent. Okay. Thank you very much, Nick. Thank you for being a guest on the Authors Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Thanks. So there you have it, listeners. Check it out. So the book is called An Introvert's Guide to World Domination. And it's by Nick Shelton. And you can find Nick at connectedintrovert.com. That concludes another episode of the Authors Podcast. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Authors Podcast with Lisa Newton, sponsored by Boogles Limited. Tweet the show at Boogles underscore books, spelled B-O-O-G-L-E-Z underscore books. You can also contact your host via the email address lisa at lisanewton.co.uk. And if you want to join our authors community, join the inner circle at www.writerbook.net. You have just been listening to the Authors Podcast with Lisa Newton. See you next time.